the whole time. Uh, here we go. <clears throat> Hello, Trinity. This is Jake and Serena here with our families. This is my wife, Julie, and our daughter, Galilee. And this is my son, Ajani. And we are currently your interim pastors, which you may not even know us because we, <laughs> the first Sunday we started, we shut down the church for uh, this COVID thing. So uh, yeah, we're, we wanted to share a bit of a message with you today just to encourage you. And um, yeah, uh, we're, we're currently not practicing social distancing, so don't follow our example, but uh, it's good to stay at home and uh, yeah. Follow, wash your hands, definitely wash your hands. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll turn it over to Serena and she's going to share a bit of a message for you. Okay, so a very familiar passage of scripture comes to us from Jeremiah chapter 29. And from verse 4, it reads like this. The Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, send this message to all the captives he has exiled to Babylon from Jerusalem. Build homes and plan to stay. Plant gardens and eat the food you produce. Marry and have children. Then find spouses for them. And have many grandchildren. Multiply. Do not dwindle away. Do not dwindle away. And so as we, as we live in these times, I think the message is for us as well that we ought not to dwindle away as a church. In this passage of scripture, the, the Jews are in Babylon and they're exiled there because of their disobedience. And while there, they had numerous false prophets come to them to tell them that they're only going to be there for a short time. And we also might have people telling us today that this may only be for a short time. But the truth is, no, no one knows. And so God sent his prophet Jeremiah with a message to his people. And the message was that they would actually be there for 70 years. And that's a long time to be in a foreign land. And so if we were to imagine the emotion that this time, we would find that they might have been fearful and worried. They worried about what is happening to the loved ones who were left behind in Jerusalem. They worried about the temple. They worried about their life. They worried about... Uh, livestock and property that they left behind and we too we are worried and we are scared we're worried about family we're worried about friends and we're worried about people we don't even know but the message from god is that we must live and so a takeaway point for today is we must be productive in the midst of difficulty god has said that they were to build houses they were to live and the message for us is to preach the word of God, remain hopeful, give hope to those who are feeling hopeful, donate, spend time as much as we can, as much as we have to social distance, we still can make a phone call. We can use social media, we can live stream, we can send messages in different ways so that people can be encouraged that God is with us and that God will not leave us. We, we can have people today who would want us to believe that the God we serve is not for us. But in the Bible, in Jeremiah uh, 29 verse 11, we have this very familiar passage where God says, For I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and to bring you an expected 
end. So God is not on his throne worried and frustrated about what is happening to us. God is well aware and knows that this was going to happen. And so God is asking us as his children, remember me. I am the sovereign God. I, I know all things. And we have to be mindful that the God we serve is faithful. Oftentimes we, we tend to get frustrated and we might throw up our hands and quit. But the idea here is for people of God to be anchored in our hope and our faith and trust in God because God is faithful. This is a season and we have to believe that this season of darkness will pass because we know that Jesus is light and light have come into the world. And so that is the hope and the promise that we have as people of God and we have a responsibility and a duty to go out into the world and to give other people this hope that there is light in the midst of darkness. And there are many of us who may have a testimony of where we have been through a dark season, a difficult season, and we know that God brought us through by his grace and his mercy. And so we ought to take this time to share this testimony and to remind people that we have been in dark places before and God's grace and mercy has brought us through. So as much as you can, share your testimony with others that the God we serve is faithful and God delivers his people. Throughout the New Testament, we often find this, this passage of scripture where it says, and it came to pass, and it came to pass. And we have to remember that this too shall pass and that God will deliver us, his people, out of this difficult season. But in this season, we ought to know that we have a job to do. We must remain hopeful and we must remain trusting in God and believing that the God we serve is with us and God is fast. So Trinity, be, be hopeful, be anchored in your faith, be anchored in your hope that God is faithful, God is sovereign, God is well aware, and God is with us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I just wanted to share another passage going off of what Serena just said. But uh, This one's from Romans 8, verse 35. So here Paul writes, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or the sword? As it is written, For your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now this is, uh, it's important to read this verse in the rest of the context of Romans 8, where Paul, right before this, he speaks about all the suffering that the early church has gone through. Uh, so in verse 18 he says, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. So Paul's not saying that, that we're not going to experience suffering as Christians or that, um, that, yeah, that we're immune to all these things. Um, but, but our love of Christ and his love for us is, is one that goes beyond any suffering that we might experience. So it's important to, to cling to this, 
this trust in Christ and to recognize that the love of Christ surpasses any experience that we go through and any situation that we find ourselves in. <laughs> Sorry, we're having a bit of a breakdown over here. Um, so cling, cling to this promise that, that the love of Christ uh, is, is strong no matter what our situation is around us. Um, so this is a good passage, great passage to meditate on and the one that Serena just read too. Um, allow these verses to, to sit in your heart and think about them and meditate on them and, and recognize that the love of Christ is so strong even in the face of suffering. Um, yeah, so as this, we, we're not sure how long this, this COVID-19 is going to last. Um, we, as a church, we're coming up with new ways to remain connected over this next little time. So we encourage you to stay connected online. Um, as Serena was saying, if there's, there's friends you know, pick up the phone and give them a call. Uh, this is also an opportunity for us, us to be the hands and feet of Christ and um, to really show the world that, uh, that we trust Christ, that we, we really care for one another. And um, it's also an opportunity for us to share resources. A lot of resources are running out. Um, people are afraid they're going to run out. So um, if there's people you know who are, are lacking in resources, definitely reach out and, and sh we should be sharing as much as we can too. So. Um, yeah, we'll just close in prayer and, uh, yeah, Serena, do you want to? Lord, we thank you that you are faithful, that you are righteous and that you are true. And we thank you that you have given us your word, that you will be with us, that you will never leave us or forsake us. And thank God, our hope and our faith is anchored in your word that you are sovereign in all that you do that you care for us, that you will never harm us. And we thank you for your love demonstrated on the cross, that we will be saved, that we are saved. And the Holy Spirit, we ask that you just cover our church family, that you cover the entire world, and that you just send out your peace that passes all understanding. Continue to be with us, Lord, we pray, and we ask for, for your healing and for your will to be done, and for lives to be saved, even in this season. And we give you all praise and all glory. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.